Brothers and sisters in Christ, I'm honored to celebrate this Holy Eucharist with you today. Thomas Aquinas College is a great gift to the family of God here in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. We thank God today for his many graces and blessings during these past 50 years. And we ask this continued blessing upon all your benefactors, faculty, and staff, all the students, and families down through the years, and everyone who has helped to build this, build up this fine school. I think in this moment in our society and in our culture, we can see all of us very clearly the essential need for higher education that is truly that is truly and distinct Catholic. As we are aware, our society is aggressively secular and sadly it is becoming more hostile toward the church and Christian viewpoints. And I will say that at the heart of uh, the many challenges we face in this culture is the question from the Psalms. What is man that you are mindful of him? But as we know in our Catholic tradition, we hold the answer to that question. St. Thomas Aquinas said, the greatness of the human being consists in this that it is capable of the universe. And this is the privilege and duty of this college, founded in the name of the angelic doctor, to teach and proclaim this beautiful truth. It transcended dignity of the human person, created in God's image, called to be perfected in, in the image of the Father's only Son. Now, perhaps more than at any time in the last 50 years, we all need to recover the truth of the Imago Dei, the truth that creation and history have a divine direction and purpose. Again, to quote St. Thomas, the ultimate end of things is to become like God. The whole of Western civilization was built on this revelation, which we can know by faith as well as by reason. This is why your mission continues to be so important, not only for your students, but for the whole project of building a healthy society a culture rooted in an authentic Christian humanism. And today, as we reflect on our mission, God is calling us, our Lord is calling us in the gospel today to a kind of evangelical humility, a humility in our service of his gospel. As we just heard, in today's passage of the, of the gospel. There was someone 
driving out demons in Jesus' name. And the Apostle John wants to stop him. As he often does, Jesus uses this event in the life of his disciples to make a wider point of view about our role in his plan of salvation, in the great cause of the kingdom of God. Jesus says, I'm sure to the surprise of the apostles, do not prevent him. But whoever is not against us is for us. Basically, Jesus is telling us that there are an infinite variety of ways to serve him. You and I, we can do great things in his name. We can perform beautiful works for his kingdom. But so can others. Even if we do not know them, who they are, even if they are outside our ministry or community, even if they are doing things their own way. Because it's good to remember that our Lord's ways are not our, our, our ways. We do not know what seed, seeds of truth he has sown in the hearts of others. And we never know how he wants to act and work in other people's lives. So when we see others doing good things, we should be happy. We shouldn't be jealous or resentful. And I think this is also the message we hear in our first reading from the history of the Israelites in the book of Numbers. So, my dear brothers and sisters, I think our Lord is giving us beautiful good advice. We do not want to put out the spirit by our pride or by wanting to be in control. That's a temptation that we all have. We all want to be in control of everything that happens personally and around us. Especially in our ministry, in the life of the church, we need to uh, learn to rejoice when we see others serving God. And that's what we do. And I think uh, Jesus is also reminding us today that our conversion is ongoing. The work of reforming our hearts, ruining out selfishness and sin, is the, is the work of our lifetime. It's a beautiful uh, reality that we can always grow in our love of God and one another. We can always improve, especially when our things related to what is in our hearts. Saint Jose Maria Escriba said that sometimes it is our poor heart that scandalizes us. And of course, we all know that our hearts are not large enough or generous enough or pure enough for the love that God is asking from us. We can always do better. And the only thing we can do, my dear brothers and sisters, is to give our hearts to Jesus. Uniting our poor hearts with his, which is rich in mercy as we know. 
had these beautiful words of St. Jose Maria. He said, a Christian who lives united to Christ's heart, united to Christ's heart, can have no goals but this. Peace in society. Peace in the church. Peace in his soul. The peace of God, which will reach the climax when his kingdom comes. Let's pray that our hearts become closer and closer to the, far, to the heart of Jesus that we can really love in the same way that Jesus loves us. So, my brothers and sisters, Jesus needs every one of us, and he gives each of us the gifts and graces that we need to serve him. So today, as we celebrate this beautiful anniversary, let us ask for the grace to purify our hearts, to increase our capacity to love. Let us ask for that grace to desire only to be where God wants us to be, only to be doing what God wants us to be doing. And as we celebrate these past 50 years of grace, let us dedicate ourselves again to this beautiful mission of teaching the world truth and building the kingdom. Our Lord wants from us an abundant harvest, a thousand flowers blooming to the glory of God, all growing from a soul that is true and rich. And let us entrust it, entrust it all to Our Lady, Queen of the Angels, see the wisdom. May she guide us to all, may she guide us always to follow her son and serve him in purity and humility. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.